Hello, this is Marcelo Pico, Editor-in-Chief of Talk Film Society and Podcaster of Note, here to introduce this episode. Um, it's, uh, I guess, long story short, if you're listening to this, uh, this is the Marking the Marks um, independent individual all-by-itself feed, um, courtesy of Talk Film Society. Uh, and this, I'm putting on the feed... Uh, it'll be the first episode um, on this feed. Uh, it's from my other show, Marcelo Makes a Podcast, where uh, me and Marcus, co-host of Marking the Marks, he and I talked about wrestling. And at the Royal Rumble 2019, uh, this is episode four of Marking... Sorry, episode four of Marcelo Makes a Podcast. Easy to, easy to confuse both because they both start with M and have several M's. In their title. But no, don't get it, you know, try not to get confused. Marking the Marks is a spinoff of Marcelo Mixon Podcast, which is a spinoff of uh, the Talk From Society Podcast. It, it's easy to follow. Uh, but yes, this is episode four of Marcelo Mixon Podcast. Uh, first published February 3rd, 2019. And I just wanted to add this here to this feed, um, just to give, you know, some context uh, about... Uh, marking the marks, you know, this is its origins, and I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you enjoy the Marking the Marks uh, feed as it stands now. So, enjoy. Hello. Welcome to Marcelo Makes a Podcast. I am Marcelo Pico, and I'm making a podcast. Uh, thank you for listening to my weekly show. I mean, you just started. If you just started with episode four, I highly suggest you go back and listen to episode one, episode two, episode three, and this is the bonus episode um, of this podcast. Uh, I highly recommend that, unless you're like a huge wrestling fan. I guess maybe that's why you stumbled onto this. We're talking wrestling on this episode. We're talking Royal Rumble 2019. Um, why, you may ask? Are we doing that? We'll get into that in a bit. Um, uh, I'm going to do this with every episode. I'm going to tell you who I am. I'm, I'm Marcelo Pico. I have podcasted before in the past, many times over the last four and a half years. Uh, I have the Talk From Society podcast. Uh, I've done the Die Hard for the National Film Industry podcast. Spielberg 3333, Soderbergh 2828. Um, I've also done a Hamilton podcast, the podcast Happens. I've also been the executive producer, I guess you could call me that, for other podcasts on the Talk From Society podcast network, uh, such as M. Night Frights, Can't Believe It, We Forgive You, Sequels. I, th I think that's almost everything. But yeah, but I'm doing a weekly show where I bring on, you know, friends, acquaintances, uh, on some who I podcast with before, um, and some I have to apologize to. And yeah, and my guest for this episode is Marcus Irving. Hey, Marcus. How you doing, Marcelo? <laughs> I'm doing good. It is currently 1130 where I am uh, on a Sunday p.m. Um, and I just watched like how many hours of wrestling was that? Um, my jeez, oh, 
four or five hours, it seems like. From six to now. Yeah. So how did we get here? How did I end up watching so much wrestling? Let's start from the beginning. Well, first, okay. Real quick. Uh, Marcus. Uh... As well as as I've been doing with the last few episodes and my last few guests, I have to apologize. Okay, you and I have uh, spoken in the past uh, before. Uh, I mean, you've been a guest on Talk Film Society podcast, right? Um, where people actually heard it, but you've also been on segments that have not ever been released, <laughs> and mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. A, um, a a a commentary for a movie we recorded but was never released. So. We we have history, and I just want to say, you know, I apologize to you for not getting that stuff out, and uh, and this is just making amends. Hey, you know, thank you for coming on and talking to me, and I promise, Marcus, this episode will be out for people to listen to. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it is my pleasure to be here, and I forgive you, Marcelo. Okay, thank you. That's all I want to hear, all right? Um, I, I, I'm doing this just, just to have people... Say that phrase, okay? Um, and also, this isn't "We Forgive You." Uh, don't uh, listeners of that show don't get that show confused with this show. Um, this is Marcelo makes a podcast, uh, aka the Apology Tour, as as some have coined it. Uh, but yeah, okay, apologies out of the way. Okay, so we we've talked in the past, um, and then a few months ago, I think now, I had this idea for like a um, I think it was like a live podcast-a-thon. I've done it before, uh, back almost three years ago now, when I was raising money to start the website, talkfromsociety.com. I I, th- I forget how long I did it. Was it for like, it, was, it must have been like 12 hours or something. Um, and I was like, oh, I, I, I told myself I won't do that again. And you came to the table with this idea of uh, talking about wrestling, right? I believe that's how it went. Yes. Um, yes. And for those who don't follow me on Twitter, for those who don't know, uh, I don't like present day wrestling. Uh, is that that okay? It's not that I don't like it. It's just that I just have I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll admit, like I used to watch wrestling a lot when I was a kid. I'd say my era was like 1998 through like 2000, maybe two ish. So f- maybe three or four years. Okay, then I stopped. Haven't watched anything since. Nothing new. And I even got back on the horse, kind of, uh, back three years ago. Uh, I got the WWE Network for like two months and watched old, you know, wrestling from, from, from back in the late 90s, early 2000s. But I never watched any of the new wrestling. I didn't want to. Um, I mean, the reasons why is because, uh, I don't know. I just every, every time anybody tweets about it on my timeline on Twitter or I hear about it, it just makes me cringe. Uh, it's like why, why? And the clips I see is I, I just uh, it's not for me anymore. So I keep telling myself it's not for me. But hey, like the Hamilton podcast. Uh, for those who want a reminder of that, I did a Hamilton podcast with Paul Smith, where he and I ran through the Hamilton soundtrack. And I had kind of the same aversion to Hamilton before listening to it. I was like, I don't listen to it. Everything about it, everything I hear about it is bad. To me, I mean, a rap musical about Alexander and Hamilton, that sounds terrible on paper. I refuse to listen to it. But I listened to it. Uh, Paul Smith guided me through that. And it turned out to be a fun time. Uh, so kind of like that, I'm like, I want to do that again. 
but for one episode. <laughs> and I'm going to ask the question, okay, I'm going to jump into this WWE, this wrestling thing, watch it live, come out of it, and answer the question, is this for me? Am I going to keep watching this? And uh, this being a, a timely thing, you know, Royal Rumble leading up to WrestleMania in, it's in March, right? Or April. Yeah, it's in April. It's in April. Okay, <laughs> leading up to WrestleMania in April, the question will be, am I into it now after having seen it enough to watch WrestleMania? So that's the question I'm posing to myself, and one will get to answer at the end of this episode. Uh, so yeah, so that's the setup. I have an aversion to wrestling. I'm forced myself to watch it, and Marcus, being the wrestling fan that he is, is guiding me through this whole process. So... And it doesn't matter if you haven't watched wrestling ever, or, or, or well, it, it might matter to you if you've watched wrestling <laughs> to an extent <laughs> that you might be mad at me for not knowing anything. Whatever. No, gonna... no, no. Wrestling fans are cool. <laughs> they're the best, right? There's yeah, nothing, they're very really cool. Nothing wrong with them. They don't get mad. <laughs> they don't get mad ever. Um, and and I also have to apologize. This has nothing to do with film. <laughs> this is a special one-off. Um, but hey, you know, it comes with this territory. I'm making a podcast. I'm making a weekly show, so I have to, I have to come up with cool and interesting topics every 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 week. So this is going to be it for this week. So there you go. All right, Marcus, where do we start? So oh, okay, we start here. So the the idea of what we were going to do, um, we had various ideas, and we settled on this. I kind of want to do this right away. Kind of make this a bit more timely because we, we could have talked about that new uh, wrestling movie starring the rock that it, it, it uh, what, what's it called again? I'm, I'm, um, I'm fighting, uh, fighting I'm, with my family, fighting with my family. Right. Yeah. About the wrestler, uh, page now retired. Yes. Um, I have seen the trailer for that many times <laughs> in theaters. Uh, and it's, it's frankly, it, I guess it built into my aversion to the whole thing. I'm like, why? Why is this a thing? <laughs> well, well let, let's go with let's get start with that, Marcus. So when I when I watched wrestling back 20 years ago now, Jesus, like it seemed like it was a it was a it was a pretty big thing, but only big in terms of like I guess with my age age range back then, teenagers, you know, young adults. But now it seems like. It's a lot bigger, and let's start there. Let's start with you and wrestling, Marcus. Um, tell me how you got into it and how you see it as a whole at this point. Okay, so, yeah, throughout my life, I didn't really watch much. I saw, like, a pay-per-view here and there when I was a kid, or I'd watch an episode of Raw or something, but I, and I really played the video games a lot, but I never... I never really thought to watch it week to week. It was never really my biggest thing. I just, I did like it. I was kind of, I, I enjoyed it, but I was always from the outside. <clears throat> and I'd catch it here and there. But about two years ago, my friends started inviting me over, who are, my friends who were, mu were much bigger into wrestling. They started inviting me over to uh, watch pay-per-views like we are doing today. And uh, I think maybe my first one might have been the Royal Rumble as well. But I watched, like, a year's worth of just the pay-per-views, no TV. 
and I started getting more and more into it, and I was having fun making predictions, and then I'd always lose because I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> and I kind of got sick of that, and I was also kind of just looking for a new interest. And so around December, uh, in December of 2016, 2017, I started watching, I just, I flipped on Monday Night Raw and watched it. And I really, I have not looked back since. I've caught every single episode of Raw and SmackDown every every week live. I've watched every pay-per-view live. I'm always there for it. I'm super invested. I, I like what I like. <laughs> and uh, I've even started branching out to uh, other uh, promotions like New Japan and uh, Ring of Honor and the such. And WoW. And, uh, I don't know, I just, I became really wrapped up in it. It, it came at a, a time in my life when I really needed something to, uh, uh, take my attention away. And I got, it was right there and I got just super into it. And, uh, I've loved every, everything about it, basically. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, uh, as I say, I don't blame you, but like, that's not, <laughs> I think that's a good way of saying it. It's a, I, I understand that. Um, and I was totally into it. For like four years straight. And I was into it in terms of like, it sounds like I was into it back then as, as far into it as you are. And now I watched every show. I mean, back then was, it was Raw, Smack, well, SmackDown was just starting. I mean, I was there for the premiere of SmackDown. Watched that. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Again, that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> they just, they just had SmackDown number 1000 just a couple months ago. That is insane because I shared yeah. a little, fact because uh, we, we we dm'd each other a bit during the Royal Rumble, but uh during the Royal Rumble events they advertised uh next week well, i guess the week the week uh, but by this point uh it would have already happened but uh the halftime heat special that they're doing during super Bowl oh, um, I was like hey that that sounds familiar I, I hey I watched that back when it was on twenty years ago, not realizing that it's it was exactly twenty years ago. That the Sunday night, that this halftime heat special first aired. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that was twenty years ago. Like when I was just like twelve, I used to watch this stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean I was obsessed. I played the video game, uh, like on PlayStation One. Uh, I think it was just called like uh, SmackDown. Uh, and I, I here's something I don't think I've ever told anybody, like over podcast or I think ever in my life. I was so obsessed. Here's what I did, Marcus. Like they had like their own, which I'm sure that the the, the the new games now do do they do this too still. Like make your own pay per view match, you know, uh, schedule it out and everything. Um, yep. I did I did that <clears throat> to an 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 insane degree, and I would <laughs> name my own pay per view events and make up these storylines and make up wrestlers, and I I was totally into. It. I did that for for months I think um, just creating my own storylines in this game too crazy amount I wrote everything down yeah I was obsessed and then like and then I just stopped I maybe just because I just maybe maybe it's because I just I got into film more you know getting into movies movie making and then I I don't know then things just got too insane for me maybe I don't know I don't know exactly how or why or when I split off but I did um but no, I totally understand like how obsessed you are right now. So you're a good guide for me for this. So 
Absolutely. Yeah. So 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 when you brought up the fact that War of Rumble was coming up, I go, oh, War of Rumble. That's something I know about. I watched the old War of Rumbles, old, I guess, 20, year, 20 years ago, being old. Um, let's do that, because I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, and it, I thought it would be a great... I, I thought it would be like the best thing to show somebody that uh, <clears throat> has lapsed or isn't really into it. It's it's just it's such a fun concept. You get it immediately, and it's it's all really flashy. There's a like biggest fucking stadium. Sorry, can I swear? I'm sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, you see a wide variety of people. It's a <clears throat> You get you you get a good variety in there, and uh, it's a simple concept to grasp onto. I figure that's like the best thing to show somebody that doesn't know about it or care about it too much. Yeah, exactly. And so let's start with um, well, um, I, I, I want to talk about this when we were talking about. I think it was yesterday before uh, before I even knew much of the details about when it was starting. I knew it was starting on a Sunday. Uh, you're like, hey, it starts at 5 p.m. I go, what? <laughs> yeah, 5 p.m. And, well, and 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 me growing up, like watching the old pay per views, like I knew these were like two, well, some three hours long, three and a half hours. But 5 p.m. that would make it like a five hour long <laughs> telecast. Yeah, but but luckily, but luckily, you're wrong about that. Um, although they had pre matches. So yeah, like, there was a there. Wa- I was wrong about it starting at five. It actually started at six uh, Central Time, where we both are. But uh, there was a two-hour pre-show, which I didn't get to watch too much of. But that so that would have started at uh, at uh, uh, four o'clock, which brings the full total of the night if you watched everything to seven and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to talk about here first. The length of this thing. It's an. It's basically. Is is this is this the case for every pay per view now? I mean, do, do they start early with these pre shows, and you're basically watching like a full day's work worth of 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 entertainment? Okay, um, so I said I'm very into it. I love it for a ton of reasons, wrestling in general and WWE. But uh, there's, I'm also very very critical of it, and this is one of the worst things they do. Is <laughs> over the and no, it has not always been like this. It has not been like this for even that long, to my understanding. It's just, over time, they have been steadily bumping up how long these shows are. And uh, I believe it's not it's not every pay-per-view, but just last year they went to a format, so every pay-per-view is a guaranteed three hours, wow. which is ridiculous. Too much, but... And it's once a month, there's always a pay-per-view. And well, that's not even worse thing, because two years ago, they had two pay-per-views every month, because it was split. So Raw had their pay-per-view, and SmackDown had their pay-per-view. So, so Thankfully. Uh, a, a quick breakdown. Sorry to interview, Marcus. So yeah. for, for I'm, I'm trying to think of the novices who might be listening to this. So WWE, and this I know, because um, I remember... Oh, do you know exactly what year? Because, okay, let me backtrack even more. WWE is a wrestling federation. <laughs> they, have, <laughs> yeah. they, they have wrestlers. Um, and there are two brands. Uh, there's a Raw brand and a SmackDown brand, right? 
Yeah, uh, currently. Yeah, and the SmackDown. Well, it, I guess it's split up by show because there's a Raw show and the SmackDown show. And they have their own championships, right, with each brand. And yep. and like you were saying, they they used to have their own pay per views, which I didn't know about. I don't think um, that would that's in, that sounds insane. Having two pay per views each month, that's crazy. That's ridiculous. Burnout. Yeah. Uh, but now it's back to being one pay per view a month, and each brand has their own matches uh, within. Yeah. And well, I was going to ask <clears> you: and, uh, 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 Do you know exactly when that split happened? Because I think I was. That may have been like a point where I'm like, really? Uh, I I don't, unfortunately. I'm not sure. I, it, I think it, it only lasted a couple years, maybe, and then they went back to two, but or just one. But I don't know. Yeah, because I think that was like maybe 2000. I'm just guessing here, 2004, 2005, six. I think that's when it happened. Because I remember hearing about it, seeing an episode or two, maybe jumping back, and I'm like, this is too much. And I remember there being like a um, a uh, what is it called? A lottery, a, uh, a draw thing where um, each representative of the brand like picks uh, a wrestler to be on the brand. Anyway. Oh, that was a draft, a draft. A draft, that's it. That's what I'm thinking of. Thank you. I'm not a sports right. guy either. People should know that. I don't watch any sports. <laughs> um, I'm absolutely not either. Wrestling <laughs> is my thing. That's it. Yeah, but I remember uh, there being a draft for these two brands. Anyway, so so you're cutting to now. Okay, let's just keep talking about these pay-per-views because... So, yeah, so this being an all-day thing... I mean, Royal Rumble is, is like a, a special occasion it's yeah i I was i was gonna say earlier there's there's like five big pay-per-views every year there's royal rumble wrestlemania money in the bank SummerSlam, and survivor series and those are like their marquee shows their big tent poles throughout the year that those are the ones that run into your four five six seven hour territory wow i i didn't realize money in the bank was a big thing now it's been getting bigger, yeah. It's it's slowly becoming more relevant. It's a it's a pretty exciting. Yeah. One. Okay, so Royal Rumble. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, and here's me describing it. Um, so it's basically thirty people, thirty wrestlers. Uh, they go into a ring one by one, and they are eliminated. Uh, by being tossed over the top rope and uh, their feet have to touch the ground and the winner of this war wumble match goes on to the, the the goes on to face the champion at wrestlemania that's a, that's been the case i think since the beginning i think of this yeah. war yeah. wumble um so that's as much as i knew coming in uh and i'm like okay yeah i understand this let's do this so let's start at the first match, okay? I oh, by the way, I, I did get a free trial of the WWE Network, so that, that's how I watched it, obviously. Because now, oh, I want to talk about that real quick. So, how long has it been now since the WWE Network has been a thing? Do you know, like maybe four years now, three or yeah, four years? Four, yeah, four or five years, I think. It's yeah, yeah. Like me, like me, um, thinking about it now, it's like. And then back then when I first heard about it, I'm like, really? Like, that seems odd. They're doing their own network. Um, basically billing people to watch these pay-per-views. Um, but then it turns out, it turns out to be like one of the smartest decisions they've ever done, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause instead of paying people having to pay like 60 bucks for a monthly thing, you know, they got them on the hook for a full year and, um, and it's, it's, it's a good deal. 
because you get these pay-per-views for how much is it a month again? It's a uh, $10 a month. I believe they are they just announced that they're increasing the price by like a dollar a month or something oh, so like that. So 11 bucks a month. Still a good deal. You know, you don't have to pay 60 bucks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's a really get, good deal. You get all this content and you know with that the WWE now has like subscribers and they get these people uh, on the hook and I say that in the best way possible. Um, so yeah, so it's it's a smart way of of getting their base together and grow that base. So, and this is not a paid advertisement for the WWE network. <laughs> I really love this thing. Have you seen the original <laughs> program? program? What you know? I just started watching some of uh uh twenty four. What, what's it called? The the the, the 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 they're playing the WrestleMania New Orleans thing that where it's like a behind uh, the scenes. Like they yeah. they're, they're doing like their own like HBO Sports sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that, that I mean, you joke, but I'm like that. That's interesting content. They uh, they, they they actually do a pretty decent job. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so that's how I saw it. The, the WWE uh, network app. Um, I did not pay sixty bucks for this. Um, I just I'm I'm, I'm on board for the free trial, and will I continue watching? Will I, will I pay for it afterwards? Find out at the end of this episode. Okay, <laughs> first match, and I went in blind. I went in cold. I didn't know anything about these wrestlers. Nothing. I was I was considering Marcus giving me some info at first, but it's like no, I'm gonna go in cold and see what happens. First match. The first match. Uh, d- d- uh, tell me, Marcus, you, since, since you know more about this than I do, who who fought in the first match? <laughs> okay, the first match was a SmackDown Women's Championship title between the current uh, title holder, Asuka, and the challenger, Becky Lynch, <clears throat> who was the uh, women's uh, champion about uh, two months ago when she lost it in uh, no, at uh, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. And... Uh, <laughs> That's their December pay-per-view. Uh, um, yeah, that's that was the match. Um, I'll give you a little bit more backstory here. Not too much. But Becky Lynch, um, she had a rough uh, 2017 and like maybe 2016 a little bit too. She didn't really do much. She fell down the the ladder. The import, uh, I'm trying not to use like lingo that nobody knows. Uh, <laughs> she fell down like the relevance ladder. And the, the the fans always liked her, but WWE never pushed her. They never put her in big matches. And then that changed uh, late last year, about midway through last year, when at uh, SummerSlam, I believe, she uh, won the title from... I'm, I think I've got this mixed up. But anyway, she ended up getting the title from uh, Car- from Charlotte. From Charlotte Flair, who's Ric Flair's daughter. You know Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, and, woo. Uh, yeah, woo. <laughs> and uh, she won the title there, and then she defended it against Charlotte later. And at at um, last, so they've been promoting the women more and more. I'm sure you noticed that this year compared yeah. to when you were watching. They've been promoting the women more and more. They've been letting them do more and more. And they even had their own <clears throat> uh, whole pay per view last year in October. Oh wow! To uh, called Evolution, and Charlotte and Becky had the best match of the entire year that I saw last year, and it was just insanely brutal. It was really good. I I, I would I want to tell you to watch that one, but <laughs> uh, but um, and 
after that, and Becky retained from that match, and then right before Survivor Series, she got her nose broken on accident. WWE called her. <laughs> she got her face broken by uh, Nia Jax, who you saw in the Royal Rumble later. Yeah. Um, and so she had to drop the title. She uh, it uh, she was out for a while, and it was right at the time when she was at her hottest. Everybody loved her. People were freaking out about her, and then she lost it and had to go away for injury for a while. And then when she came back, she just blew up even more, got the title back, and now she's here, and she lost it again. And now she's and now she's here against Asuka. Um, yeah, and what a way for, for me to start watching wrestling. Oh uh, my god, yeah, this match was great, wasn't it? I guess my first live match that I saw in, like, maybe 15 years. <laughs> um <laughs> Maybe more than that. I was like, okay, for for anybody who doesn't know, like what Becky Lynch looks like, she's a redhead, um, and I very like, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, she has that charisma that immediately got me, and I'm like, oh, I like her. So I immediately had somebody to root for in this first first match. And she won me yes. over. I had no idea. She well, I, I could tell by the entrance music and like the crowd's reaction that she was popular, right? Yep. But I didn't understand it fully until halfway through. I'm like, oh, I like her. And I didn't know anything about that that backstory, Marcus. I didn't know how much of a crowd pleaser she was or is. But by the by, you know, by the end, I'm like, I was really rooting for her to win. So immediately, first match, I'm in. I'm invested. I like the, I like this character. I like this woman. Becky Lynch, and of course by the end of the match, and this is a spoiler for anybody who, <laughs> who doesn't. Who, yeah. If anybody doesn't want to want to hear the results of this Royal Rumble 2019 pay per view, too bad. Um, but yeah, but she lost to uh, uh, Asuka. Is that her name? Asuka. Asuka. Thank you. That's why you're here, Marcus. So she lost to Asuka, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so it goes. Um, but that will, I mean, but she'll be back later, uh, Becky Lynch, in this pay-per-view, you know, spoiler alert. But no, but immediately, I mean, my, my first reaction is like, I like this. This is good. This is a good match. I like Becky Lynch. So yeah, so I'm already, I'm already on the hook, Marcus. Uh, I, yeah, I, it was a, it was a... Okay, so, so, uh, and I, th- I think you might have mentioned this in like in our DMs too, but like, so, so that was a good match, right? That was a good way to start this pay-per-view, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, are, are, are th- I mean, uh, I'm trying to find the right way to say this. Um, and not to ruin what, my, what I'm going to say later, but this woman's match in particular, like, is this like a, a standard, like, are all women's matches like this good? Or is this like a, 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 a high, a high mark for it? It depends on who you've got in it. If you've got people like Becky Lynch, Oscar, Charlotte, uh, Ronda Rousey, they're always going to come out and give you something like this. Sasha Banks, Bailey, they're always going to come out and give you something like this. They go for it. They really make the most of whatever time they have more than just about anybody. Yeah, because my immediate reaction was like, I like these women wrestlers, and I like well, I like what they bring to the table. Um, without me knowing anything about wrestling, 
uh, current wrestling, like they make it interesting for me. So that that's my first impression, first match. There you go. Okay, next match. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is okay, Marcus. Set the set, this set, is a fun one. Yeah, set the table for for this next match. Okay, uh, again, a little more history. <laughs> um, back in October. The reason Evolution happened, the all-women's pay-per-view happened, was because they're trying to get heat off of them doing their own uh, big show, big own pay-per-view that was men-only in Saudi Arabia. Oh, Jesus. And, yeah, right in the middle of all that controversy, great move, great stuff. And uh, so in that, at, at that event, though, they had um, they had a big tournament throughout the show looking to crown the best wrestler in the world. And it was like 16 people, I think. And uh, it got down to Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. And Miz had fought his way through two matches. And then at the start of the third match, he um, uh, quote-unquote injured his leg. And what ended up happening, because Miz was a... uh, representative of SmackDown Live and Shane McMahon was the general manager of SmackDown Live. Shane McMahon stepped in his place, beat Dolph Ziggler, and uh, then they both became... Miz was two-thirds best in the world and Shane McMahon was one-third best in the world. (laughs) And so in the ensuing months, um, Miz tried his damnedest to uh, convince Shane to come be a tag team together and be the the best tag team in the world. That's what they call themselves. And this was their first official match together tonight against uh, The Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro, two great wrestlers, really great. They've been SmackDown champions for a few months now, tag team champions. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's the setup. Okay, so here is what I knew previous to this. And, I, again, I had no idea. Uh, what was what these matches were? Who were going to be in them? Um, I know Shane McMahon uh, because I used to. I I was there in 1990. Well, I wasn't there. I watched it in 1998. I think it was when he started wrestling or getting in the ring. Uh, I think that's right because one of my earliest memories of watching wrestling and really enjoying it was watching the. Uh, King of the Ring match with him and Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this is back when Stone Cold Steve Austin was a huge deal in the WWF. Back when it was called WWF. And it, it was his, it was his, it was during his, uh, war with, uh, the McMahons. And yeah, I was totally into it. And I remember Shane being a big part of that and him doing insane things, jumping off of crazy heights. And, and yeah, I, I remember that distinctly. So he was a huge part of like the, 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 the my uh, appreciation of wrestling because he was part of that storyline and he became like a fixture and like this, these crazy, you know, wild, why would you do that sort of things? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, moves, stunts that you know wrestling is known for that was 20 years ago cut to now <laughs> i'm like this i he he looks 20 you know 20 years older i didn't realize he was yeah. i didn't realize he was 49 but man watching him do like these moves that he did 20 years ago um 
almost just as well. Like he did that one. What's the move where he's, he climbed up on one, uh, one, one, I don't know the wrestling terms. Turn the turn, pole. Turn, uh, t- uh, turn, turnbuckle. Turnbuckle. <laughs> turnbuckle. <laughs> on one turnbuckle in one corner and leaps. Ring post. Ring post. There you go. One ring post and jumps to the other ring post to, to do that. Uh, well, he tried to, but that was one of his signature moves back then. And him yeah, doing that. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. Thank you. And then he tried to do like his, Jump and it would, it would from like the top of the turn, turn post like down to the table. He tried to do that, uh, which is known for jumping up high things. And yeah, like I got a kick out of that. And I know who the Miz is. I haven't watched any of his wrestling, but I know who he is. I was like, oh, that's the guy from mm-hmm. the Real World, um, yes. who, who, who became a wrestler. I think I think I watched his season uh, when when it was on. Yeah. So, so I, I had a understanding of what was happening. I was interested in the match. Uh, and I was especially interested by the end when Shane McMahon did a, what's, 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 what's the move? Uh, this his final move that, that won him the match. The, the spin oh. in the air. Uh, 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 shooting star press. Shooting star press. So that's him. Uh, his opponent is on the ground. Uh, he goes up on the, on the, on, on the, on the turn. Oh, I forget. What is it? The turn post. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Gets up on the on the pole thing. <laughs> Leaps off, spins around in the air, and lands on his opponent. And that and that that was it. And I was like, wow, that's impressive. That's impressive. So yeah. So and then he wins the the yep. tag team championship. And yeah, I'm like, okay, hell, hell of a second match for this Royal Rumble. Um. So that's those are my impressions. Marcus, uh, how did you feel about that match? Was it was it? I mean, I, because you, I mean, you've seen Shane McMahon recently wrestle, and I'm sure he's done even crazier things than this. But uh, what? Yeah. I mean, how how did it fare out? How was it as exciting as you were like expecting, or was it a little bit more? Uh, it was better than I thought it would be. I, I love everybody involved: Cesaro, Sheamus, Miz, Shane. They're all great, but. Uh, I wasn't expecting much, and they went out there and they did pretty good. It, it wasn't the, my favorite thing on the card, but it was uh, totally entertaining for what it was and perfectly placed. If this had come later in the night, I probably wouldn't be saying as many good things about it. But it was uh, just for what it was, really fun, really cool. I liked it. Yeah. See that that's that's a good point um, because this is one of those like it, again like I watched a lot of these. I'm, I want to emphasize that again. Uh, here's a quick story, and this will probably have me arrested by the FBI. But what I used to do as a kid was I would rent the VHSs uh, from my local Hastings, which is a video store. Uh, a video store, kids, is like uh, you would go to this place. So it wasn't a store. You wouldn't buy it and take it home and keep it forever. You'd rent it out. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> Marcus, this is, this is something that they used to be in, used to be in every city. Across America, I know, I know. Right. Um, but no, but they I mean back in the VHS days, I would rent the VHSs of these WWF pay per views. Uh, I would, I had a a setup where I could record the VHSs uh. and copy them, so I'd have my own copies of all these uh, uh, pay per views, and I would, you know, back and yeah, I'd go back and watch them again as much as I want. Uh, I'd return the original tape, obviously, um, but yeah. That, that, that's how invested I was in it. And, and, and I know like, um, see, after watching all that back then, I kind of know how these are going to go, even though like me not knowing 
you know, with this one, how it's going to roll out, I kind of know, oh, this is a good first match. Or, I mean, oh, this is a good second match. So it feels like a very good second match, this uh, Shane McMahon tag team thing. It's a, very, it's a very good thing to put in the second place, third place of a pay-per-view. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. So, there, so I totally understand what you're saying. Okay, next one. Next match. Uh, set the table for this. Uh, th- and this, again, I'll say another one. So it, it, it's a good start. So the first match, um, it, I had no idea who was in it, but I immediately got invested. Got invested by the the characters and one in particular. Second match, I knew who was in it, uh, so I had some investment there. This third match, <laughs> I know who was in it too, and I had some investment here. So set up this third match, Marcus. This is the uh, <clears throat> this is the Raw Women's Championship, right? That's the one you're referring yeah, to. Yeah, that's the one. I'm making sure I got my order right. Okay, so yeah, this is a Raw Women's Championship match. The current champion is uh, Ronda Rousey, who you know from MMA and being a big star and whatever. Yeah. Uh, she, <laughs> why am I explaining her to you? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, uh, at the Royal rumble last year, at the end of the pay-per-view, uh, the women's, uh, Royal rumble, by the way, this was the second woman's Royal rumble ever. Last year was the first and Oscar, who you saw in the first match, Again, explaining her for no reason. Uh, she um, she was the winner of last year, and uh, at the end of it, Ronda Rousey came out. Big surprise. Nobody knew she'd be there and wasn't announced. And she came out and announced that she had signed with the company and that she was there to uh, kick ass. And um, and ever since then, like at WrestleMania, she won her championship. The No. I'm getting some facts wrong. I know I am. I please, apologize. Please, listeners, if you care. don't fact check us. It'll be, if you, I mean, please, I mean, we're, we're, we're doing this on the fly, kind of. It's right after the pay-per-view. Uh, it's now midnight, so give us a break. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, but I do apologize. Anyway. Uh, I, I so, don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, screw you. I don't like, I don't apologize either. Uh, so, Ronda Rousey, and uh, she's been champion ever since, been totally dominant, hasn't lost a match. Until last week when she lost a uh, tag team match. She wasn't pinned, but she was on the losing side of a tag team match last week with uh, Sasha Banks and Bayley versus Ronda and Natalia on Raw. And uh, and a few weeks before that, it was announced that Sasha was becoming uh, uh, Ronda's next uh, champion. Sasha's another person who had kind of a weak 2017, 2018 and she, but she was somebody that who was kind of on top before then, and just fell down the ladder for whatever political reasons, and uh, and uh, now she was finally this was her biggest shot in a long time, and uh, against Ronda Rousey, and I thought these two they tore it up. Like I said that Ronda, she's only she's only been doing this. She never had a wrestling background, nothing. She just, she did an MMA, but or UFC. But uh, she has really taken to wrestling in an extremely fast amount of time. Her first match was at WrestleMania last year versus uh, uh, it was a mixed tag match with it was Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Huh, wow. And 
just in that very first match, it was the best match that entire night. It was so much fun. It was insane. She was way better than anybody could have ever expected her to be. And she's really, she's kept that momentum up. She's not had a, I don't think she's had a bad match yet. And that's including TV matches. She's always good. She's always interesting, innovating. And, and yeah, her and Sasha too, like they just, they, and Sasha's another person who always has good matches, but they just, uh, they really went at it hard. It was a really aggressive match, uh, really submission heavy. Uh, I, I just thought it was great. What do you think of it, Marcelo? Yeah, well, see, I, I knew who Ronda Rousey was. I, I knew that at least. And it felt very, just to make another comparison to old wrestling. Well, I guess, I guess still relevant wrestling. But, um, uh, I think, in my head, I'm like, oh, this is a new Brock Lesnar. Because if my memory serves correct, Brock Lesnar came in as a mixed martial arts guy into wrestling. And he made a big splash back then. I mean, he's still around, obviously. But he made a big splash. And, and nobody took him seriously. And uh, But yeah. but, but then, he, then he took the wrestling and he's, he's been with the company ever since. Yeah, right? you're absolutely yeah. correct. So that's that, that was my initial feeling. But then, yes, I mean, seeing her actually wrestle, um, I'm like, yeah, she's she's good. Uh, I I mean, I agree with with your saying that it seems like she took it on pretty well, um, and she's kind of made for it. She's a natural, what's the term? Heel. That's the bad guy, right? Yeah, well, she's a face right now. But, but, oh, uh, really? She seems like yeah. that. <laughs> she, she should be. She should be. She's not. Ronda Rousey, the real life person, is a heel, uh, but it's, Ronda it's, Rousey, the wrestler, is a baby face. See, it's probably why I think she's a heel because I saw some hate on my timeline. I'm like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh, in real life, she seems like a bad person. Well, she is. A, yeah, she's not. She's not. She's not good. <laughs> but but this is this is a good thing to bring up. Not to get into it too much, but this is something that you kind of have to wrestle. Uh, uh, wrestle with as a fan of wrestling uh, thank you uh that a lot of these people aren't great some of them are some of them are great but a lot of them aren't and especially in the wwe i think politically on the wrong side but well, I, it's just something you have to reconcile if you're going to be a fan of it why why don't we touch on that it's and it's maybe something i should have touched on in the beginning but my aversion to watching current day wrestling Ties in with that, and you mentioned Saudi Arabia earlier because that was a whole debacle. For those who don't yeah, know, absolutely. And I, I found out about this watching John Oliver uh, one night because um, I had no idea what was going on until he brought it up. But yeah, but the politics, yeah. I mean, seeing the McMahons in the White House doing a photo op with him oh, with Trump that was painful to watch. <laughs> Um, even even though I hadn't watched wrestling in forever, it's still painful to watch. Uh, and then also the Saudi Arabia thing, having them uh, have an event there with so much like bad stuff going on. I mean, the, 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 they're bad guys. They're bad guys. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so all that. So all that is like reason. Is it was like more reason for me not to watch it. So I, I, I yeah. will say that this is this is a pretty specifically WWE problem. Yeah. Uh, if you ventured outwards to other promotions, you're 
it's it's less of a, a problem there. There's a lot nicer people around the world, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, it's just, it's it's a little sticky thing that you gotta you gotta think about and you gotta kind of put out of your mind if you're gonna enjoy it, which yeah. I've been able to do, but I 100% understand if you couldn't or. Uh, aren't willing to or do not want to. Yeah, and 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 one more thing I'll say, um, the fact that the McMahon's own so much of wrestling, to me anyway. Like once they bought out the WCW, and they also bought out that other one. The um, was not, oh god, was it? E- ECW? Right? Yeah, yeah. Back back then, back in the day, I'm like, oh, like they own so much, and it's hard for me to dive into anything, dive into anything else because it's, I guess it it's hard for me to know what is out there besides the right. WWE. So, and maybe we'll talk about that in the future. We'll see. Um, in, in, oh in more detail. Oh boy. So, okay. Uh, back to my thoughts about this match. Yeah. I, again, I had some, something to latch onto. Uh, and it was a, it was a good, it was a good match. I, I liked, <laughs> and here's one thing I like about, wrestling right or what i used to like and what i'm starting to like now with these matches there are always these moments these story moments and you got to put them in there you got to make you got to make a soap opera right marcus you got to make it interesting absolutely yeah absolutely so ronda rousey wins and they 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 pull focus into uh rousey grabbing onto her opponent's hand right uh what, what was her name uh sasha banks right sasha banks right and the camera zooms in onto into this like hand grasp and uh, Ronda Rousey is trying to like make like amends, saying, "Hey, you fought a good match, good job." And then, what does Sasha Banks do? She does a, a, one of those uh, cliched things. It's like, "Yeah, yeah, good job." But then she just she's it was like an inside thing. I don't know what happened, but she basically turned away and it's like, "Screw you." It's like it's one of those classic wrestler things. It's like, "Hey, good Absolutely. job," but then like a turn. So yeah, Hap- happens all the time. But I appreciate those little moments. Where <laughs> it's it's like silent theater. You, you obviously can't hear what they're saying, yeah. And, and you just have to. And they're very good, these wrestlers, about conveying these actions and the storylines with no dialogue. So yeah, also that that little that little drama, that little tiny thing that you said. No, no, you can't you can't hear it. It lasted ten seconds, not the focal point, but it it's it's compelling it's like it's just a small thing it's been done a hundred thousand times but it's it's a it's it's endlessly compelling to me i i just i like it yeah i i mean that's that's one thing i could say i i i liked about it a lot was like the storylines they seem creative enough to, oh yeah yeah and and the turns and, and twists and everything i i wanted to ask you um so before every match, they play this nice video package. Yeah, uh, kind of getting you caught up. How did you feel about that? Did that help you get into it at all, or maybe deter you even? So I'm glad you brought that up, Marcus. This is another thing I want to bring up. This again ties it back into me watching wrestling 20 years ago. Another thing I liked about wrestling back then was these 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 uh, these uh, what do you call them? These the video packages they played before each match, right? I. It, I'm going to be honest here. It may be a reason why I'm into video editing so much. It's because of oh, those. Wow. It's a huge revelation. Um, and, and and I was upset so much that they used to sell. I don't know if they still do. They might. These just these VHS tapes of. And maybe they're in DVD form or they're online. Um, there is a whole tape 
of the Vince McMahon Stone Cold drama. It was like maybe an hour long. And it was an entire compilation of all these... It wasn't the full matches. It was just the storyline all cut together. And I love that. I forget the name of it. But I want to go back and rewatch that because I, I love that thing. Like the way they was edited. And then every single package, every single video package that played before the Stone Cold, you know, Vince McMahon dramas or every other, or any other drama, uh, you know, uh, back when I used to watch wrestling, I thought those were great. Those are like well cut. It's amazing stuff that these editors used to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and then I watched these and I, they're still good, but I don't think, uh, maybe uh, they, they didn't compel me enough as they used to. It's hard, it's hard to do, you know. Um, to, to compel me in 2019 to care about these characters so much. Maybe that's the reason why. Um, uh, but I think they were good. You know, not, not, not as good as they were back in the day, in my opinion. But yeah, but they, they, they do a good enough job explaining what's going on. So yeah, so that's my big revelation, Marcus. Another revelation of mine. Like, I was so into wrestling that that, those video, ed- that the video editing and those video packages, like, they, they moved me. <laughs> That's interesting. I yeah. like hearing that. Yeah. So cool. I, I after this, I'm going to try to hunt down that that video of that. I, mean, I forget what it, what it was in called, but yeah, that's how obsessed yeah, I was. Please do tell me if you find it. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that that's answer your question. Um, why don't we move on to the next match? And this is sure. oh, this is the woman's war rumble, and I think like you said uh, earlier, this is the second time they've ever done a woman's war rumble. Uh, which I mean, uh, it's good. I, 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 I'm gonna say right now, I like these, the, the, these, these, these women matches. Uh, and now I get to see a whole. I don't know how long this was. Uh, oh, it says right here. This, I mean, this Royal Bumble match is 70 minutes long. So it's a full 70 minutes of women wrestling in a Royal Bumble, Royal Bumble match. Why don't you try to set the table? There's a lot going on here, Marcus. Maybe try hitting the the big points about what what happened during this match. Right, right. Okay, so yeah, thirty man, thirty woman rumble. Uh, this, this is interesting. I'm not going to talk about this exactly, but uh, we'll say that <clears throat> I don't know. So the big, <laughs> let's say the big, the big story going into this one is Charlotte. She looked like everybody, the the whole crowd, everybody, the most of the WWE fans. Like we like Charlotte a lot, but she's kind of had her time, and I, we and most people think that like since Becky's been so great right now, most people really want to see her have a match with Ronda Rousey at um, WrestleMania, and um, and there's just been all these obstacles getting in the way, and they kind of swerve us and make us think like maybe that's not going to happen, and maybe it's going to be Charlotte instead. And which is always a very viable possibility. But uh, throughout this match, uh, Becky Lynch wasn't even supposed to be in it, first off. And there were 26 women before her, and she only got into it because of a, an, in, uh, an injury to another wrestler whose spot she took. And uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm skipping past this, but... It's hard to explain. Yeah, no, it, there's a lot going on. And, and and let me jump into how I felt about it. Um, I'm going to say right now, I was comp- I was compelled by what was going on throughout the whole thing. Uh, and 
I was, I, I, I forgot to mention this. I was live tweeting this thing for the most part, um, on Twitter. Uh, and I could see other people, other wrestling fans. Oh, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a fan. People, uh, I mean, you're a fan, Marcus, obviously. I guess that's what I meant. Other wrestling fans on Twitter were live tweeting too. And I could, I, I could see mention of like, Hey, Where's Becky Lynch? Where's uh, why hasn't she shown up yet? What's going on? So I kind of knew that that's what people wanted. Again, I had no idea she was so popular. But reading my Twitter feed and kind of reading the room, I'm like, yeah, where where is she? Where is she? She's gonna show up eventually, right? And then yeah, that whole drama of like one of the female wrestlers is like can't you know can't go in because she has like leg injury, and then you see Becky Lynch come out, and I'm like, oh. This is what the people want. This is what I want to see. I like her. <laughs> that's that's how I felt. So then she went in, and yeah, I had no idea about that whole uh, Charlotte Flair thing. Like, how long has she been around now in the in, in, in the WWE? Oh, Charlotte, I'm I'm not sure. Again, I told I I started watching wrestling a year and a half ago. I don't know everything, but but, I but she's been she, around for a while, right? A few years now. A few, a few years. years. Yeah, and she's basically always been on top that entire time. She's always been a pretty major player. Gotcha. Yeah, she uh, she's another wrestler who I was like, hey, she's at, well, I know Ric Flair, I know Ric Flair obviously, but she was another wrestler who, not knowing anything, I'm like, oh, she seems like a, she has the charisma, she seems a, like a popular one. <clears throat> so it ended up with it was her and it was Flair and Lynch right at the end, and of course Becky Lynch wins, and I'm happy because I felt that 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 power that force like she is. This is a crowd favorite. She's uh, the man. She is the man. That that that's her nickname, right? The man. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I'll say I'll say right here. Um, I I like she because like this is the last we're gonna see of her, right? In this pay per view, she's the best thing about uh, for me. The best thing I watched in this whole pay per view. Her her two matches, the one in the beginning, right. and here in this Royal Rumble. And it was a high point. And uh, they, they told her, they told a really great story with her, where she wasn't booked, she wasn't going to be in it. Uh, and then she, by the grace of God, she got in there by taking advantage of another uh, woman's injury, and uh, <laughs> and then and she was injured herself, and she could barely stand. She had gotten her yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, knee hurt in her her match with Oscar earlier. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you reminded me of that because again, another. I don't, is there a term for this where you 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 fake injure yourself and then like you you win ultimately because that happens in wrestling all the time. Uh, it happened twenty years ago. I'm sure sure it happens. Uh, sure sure has happened over and over again. But yeah, she had that thing where it's like kind of a rocky moment. It's like she's down on her luck. Like she's that, yeah. She's twisted twisted her ankle. Whatever you 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 expect it to be over. Expected to lose. People on Twitter were like, "That's it, it's over." But all no, the odds are against. All her. the odds are against her. But then she overcame her thing. Yeah, yeah she, she's up against Charlotte, who's had five eliminations so far. And yeah, Nia Jax, who's like the biggest woman, strongest woman there. Yeah. So what a way to end the match and for her to win! Huge moment. Absolutely. And yeah, again, my favorite part of this whole pay-per-view wrestling thing I just watched t- tonight was her. Now we go right. on to now we go on to the next match. What what, what was it? I, I said on Twitter, how could you? How what what's next? What's, what's, what's okay? What's so happen now, 
The next match was the WWE Championship. This is uh, SmackDown's uh, biggest championship. Uh, again, uh, between current title holder Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, who had been the title holder all the way from November of 2017 to November of 2018, when Daniel took it from him. And uh, Daniel, he was a man of the people. There is a very famous, one of the best moments in WrestleMania history about five years ago where he won the WWE Championship in the main event. He's been the people's guy. Uh, it's like by the, the, he's kind of like Becky Lynch, like the will of the fans is the things that has gotten him over, gotten him to the spots where he's been to, even though he was never like a, a clear cut guy. He's not a Randy Orton. He's not a really muscly guy. And, uh, and um, and that was his story for a few years, where he's the scrappy underdog who everybody loves. And unfortunately, uh, he had to retire about two years ago because he sustained uh, a number of concussions throughout his career. And it's just one too many, and his, he was in risk of getting permanent brain damage. And... And then he was on the he was retired for about two years and he didn't he couldn't wrestle anymore he was just doing behind the scenes stuff and uh, like general manager role and then last year Daniel comes back uh, he got cleared by the doctors amazingly and he has a match uh, with Shane McMahon at WrestleMania last year and. Uh, and it was a really great feel-good moment, and and then since then he's been like, yeah, he's a good old Daniel Bryan again, but he never really did much. He he didn't get back to up to his uh, his previous heights. But then, <laughs> around November, when he was in that match with AJ Styles to with the WWE Championship, uh, he won the match, and the way he won the match was by being a uh, he he snapped. He he became like a dirty dirty heel. And he beat him down using unnecessary tactics and uh, very brutal stuff, and uh, won the belt. And then ever since then, he's been he's been this he's it, it's really interesting stuff. He's been like the he's really one of the coolest things happening right now. He's a uh, he's like a climate change uh, <laughs> like a like a activist who's the bad guy <laughs> he's he's uh, he's he's the bad guy yet he's he's but it's because he's like such an asshole about it i guess that's kind of how you would say it uh this is and uh, yeah uh, he's he's, uh, he's anti-capitalist uh really uh trying to spread the word about climate change and how we're destroying the planet and how we're too wasteful yeah uh, these are all things you'd think <laughs> yeah let on. me say that uh i think this was my favorite video package of the night because it explained a lot and I was like explain it well and by the end I'm like wait even so I'm like what <laughs> this is a plot line in a huge WWE storyline uh, you know this match um, it's basically first reformed is what the storyline is <laughs> yes, yes. A, 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 a WWE story script guy saw first reformed I'm like they were like uh, let's make Ethan Hawke a wrestler <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, so crazy setup. But uh, is, is there anything else we need to know about this match, Marcus? Uh no, that, that's it? about it. AJ's a AJ's the face, and Daniel's the heel. Yeah. So 
I'm gonna be honest. I was I was kind of bored by this by this match. I was. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go on. It. it, it you know, with, with so much talk about me, basically getting into, you know, the the Becky Lynch matches, not knowing who she was, like she ma- managed to make me a fan of hers right away. Um, I can't say the same about these two guys, uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. I I I had seen them before uh, on Twitter. People are fans of theirs. I know. Um, I I know generally who they are, but nothing they did in this match made me a fan of theirs. So, and I I I just looked at the Wikipedia to see who won, and I, that was a second ago. I already forgot who won. I don't know who. <laughs> Yeah, see, this was this was this was definitely the lowest point of the show, and uh, there's a few reasons I think for this. Uh, one, I told you that Daniel beat AJ back in November to win the title. Yeah, they've already had two matches after that between November and now together. They've already had their rematches. Daniel stayed champion, so this it felt unnecessary. Why is this happening? First off, <laughs> but you didn't even know that part. No, I had no but, idea. But oh, uh, I, I guess it also felt, and maybe this, maybe there's something to be said about this, and I didn't realize it until I'm saying it just now. But like the fact that like I, I can kind of read the room, and people watching the match live there in that stadium, I guess they they didn't feel into it at all. Cause like yeah, like like you said, they had fought before. This is what their fourth time in so many months, yeah. right? So yeah. that that makes sense. Like they're not giving off any energy. Uh, the two wrestlers aren't giving off energy. No, no. I mean, I don't feel it. So that thing that not that many people were interested in, and plus, it came at a time like it was right after the Women's Royal Rumble, which was so hot, so good, really just awesome overall, and and it was over an hour long. People get kind of worn out, and for some whatever dumb reason, they decided to run this match for, I think, at least 20 minutes. It, it was a long fight, and it did not need to be. And it also, they didn't do much. 24 like, minutes. That's how long yeah, it was. Jeez, that, that, it's just too long for the for the place it had on the show. That's, that's, I think that's the biggest reason why it just wasn't that good. So, yeah, so I'm like, eh, I'm, I was bored. I was bored. So that's how I felt about that match. Let's go on to the next one. Uh, and here's a, another one where I knew who somebody was. I, I, I knew what was happening, uh, kind of. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Okay. I, again, I mentioned him earlier. He was he was a new thing when I started watching it. And now he's still here. He's, he, and I, I know the plot line that's going on now because I have been hearing about it nonstop on Twitter. And people complaining about it. Brock Lesnar, yeah. yep. he, he keeps winning. That's his thing, right? He, he, he okay. I don't know this, but he, uh, I don't know this for sure. But I'm sure he's lost, right? In the last how how long is how long is, has his, has his winning streak streak been going on? I can't even say it, Marcus. Uh, as far as I know, his winning streak has lasted since he came back into the company about two or three years ago that's insane so that's his thing and but that's it's not even that he's on a winning streak he is the current uh universal champion which is the highest championship on monday night raw and brock lesnar is such a big name 
he commands a huge price. And reportedly, he is getting paid just leaps and bounds ahead of what whoever the second uh, most paid wrestler is in the WWE. Brock Lesnar is way, way surpassing that person. <laughs> and, uh, like, he's he's paid by a per-match basis of $500,000. That's the last thing we read. Which is, that's fucking bananas okay. for wrestling. Marcus, this doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. Because, okay, first off, uh, I'll ask your opinion, and then I'll, and then I'll have you try to maybe think about what other people, what other fans are, you might know this, but honestly, are you a fan of Brock Lesnar? <laughs> this is the thing. Like, he's... The the problem with him is that he doesn't show up enough. He's been the top champion since WrestleMania uh, two WrestleManias ago on Raw. He's held that championship almost the entire time. He lost it for a couple months for something that I'm not going to get into now. It's tragic but and would take too long to explain but when he's here he's great he puts in like some of the best work anybody does he is legitimately awesome you buy him as a badass they've done the best work possible at making you believe this guy is unstoppable and then he comes in does his thing and it's like a it's always a shorter match with him because yeah this one was like eight minutes long i think nine and um eight minutes yeah yeah, and uh, so, yeah, when he's here, it is exciting, but it's not worth it because he takes the, that championship away from Monday Night Raw, and Monday Night Raw has not been very good for a while now because <laughs> because there's no championship there. There's nothing to root for. You don't know why. Why are you watching this show if there's no reason for these people to be there? <laughs> There's no way they're going to defeat yeah. Brock Lesnar. He is not. Brock Lesnar is never on the show. It's 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 bananas. It's it just sucks. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. That's that's my thing. Just like not being in it. Like just hearing all this, I'm like, why, why, why? Yeah. Like you said, like the fun of it is seeing these titles change. Like seeing crazy, absolutely. like these twists and turns. Why would I even be a fan of this guy? If he's just, if I know he's not gonna, if, if I know he's just gonna win all the time, he's not gonna lose. Like, what's, where, where's, what's, where's the fun in that? Where's the fun? Cause like, even on Twitter, some people were, were like, hey, I don't know the outcome. <laughs> There's no way yeah. that, uh, Finn Baylor is going to win. Uh, but hey, I'm watching it anyway. So yeah, that, that, that just hearing about you describe it. Well, what about other people? What about other WWE fans, watchers? Like, what do you think the general consensus consensus is? It's just they. I mean, he's he's still getting paid a lot, so that must be worth something, right? I, I think for the casual audience who maybe doesn't watch it every single week, he's a big draw. He's exciting to see. It's like, oh, Brock Lesnar. I know who that is. He's big and he's going to hurt people. Yeah. And uh, and and uh, that's probably a. I think their reasoning is that maybe he's a good ticket seller. I don't know. I don't know that yeah. those numbers. But, but, but yeah. for the hardcore audience, it's just incredibly annoying. It sucks. <laughs> it really does. Okay, yeah, that's. I guess that's what I wanted to get to. He he wrestles like five or six matches a year. Jesus, God, just just have have him lose. Just, I mean, okay. So, is there? I'll be ask you this: Will will he ever lose 
in the next like year or so like or, or is there anybody who will able will be able to defeat this guy that is the hope and maybe that could bring us into our next match okay yeah, let's go to the next match oh and i guess my overall the- thoughts on the lesnar match is like it was short it was eight minutes and hey it was like it was like being back in like the early 2000s uh because back then his matches were quick too I think maybe no was was that his draw back then? I'm trying to remember. I think that's so he hasn't he's at the he's he's said the same thing for the last twenty years like he just is unbeatable. And I he got yeah I got that sense here like he was in and out, did his finishing move, and that was it. I mean, he, it's impressive to see him pull that off. Cause, I mean, he's, he's like a superhuman. But yeah, in and out done. And I was like I had no huge problems with it, but. Again, I kind of already knew the the storyline, like him being undefeated and that being boring to me. <laughs> I kind of already knew how it was going to turn yeah. out. So, anyway, that was that. Let's get into the last match, the Royal Rumble with the men. Okay, I want you to try send this up, Marcus. So uh, this one again. Again, it's hard to talk about, but I, I think something we kind of glossed over in the last one, and I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up here, is that during these Royal Rumbles, they're so long, like they're like an hour plus usually, that they got to kind of do things to spice things up, keep you uh, entertained, keep you on your toes. And the way they do that is by booking little weirdo spots sometimes. Like the way it started was with, Elias, who's like the current guitar player guy. I love him. He's my favorite. <laughs> and, the, and then they brought out uh, J-E-double-F Jeff Jarrett to uh, to be number two. He has not... <laughs> he went into the Hall of Fame last year. He's not a current wrestler. Don't He's not Shane McMahon. Don't get that. <laughs> uh, but he came out to you know, kind of half sing a song and do his whole shtick and get out of there. And that's, that's kind of how they populated this match was like just every 10 minutes or so have a goofy weird spot in there sometimes and i for the women's match when they did that i think it worked like the entire time the women's match i was very entertained and i think for the men's one it it dragged a little bit and partially that's again we 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 had been sitting there for 5 hours up to that point or whatever four, <laughs> yeah. four and a half and partially is just I don't know. It just wasn't great. I don't know. I mean, um, I, I I'll say this. I give my my impressions on it um, before we get to the end of the match. But I hey, for me, those little uh, uh, pop ups of Hall of Famers and people who I knew from twenty years ago, it worked for me. I was like, hey, that's I, great. I know who Jeff Jarrett is. I know who Kurt Angle is. Uh, who else showed up? Who was big? Uh, uh, was it? Uh, let me look this up. Was it one of the Hardys? Uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy. Jeff he Hardy was by the end. Yeah. Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Ray, there you go. Jeff Hardy, Ray Mysterio. I know these people. Uh, who's the other guy? Randy Orton. I know him. Um, yeah. yeah. So that made it interesting for me. But by the end, yeah. Can, oh, go ahead, Marcus. Um, can I ask you? Uh, was there anybody in particular of the new guys that you hadn't seen? Maybe you don't remember their names or whatever, but was there anybody in particular, neither the men's or women's rumble that didn't, that you think stood out to you that you think looked interesting? Well, for the men's rumble, um, 
the new guys? Uh, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh boy, there's a who? Oh, I'm trying to describe this guy. Who was like one of the tall guys <laughs> with a beard? <laughs> that's, that's tall like, guy with a beard. That's like oh, ten okay. people. <laughs> Uh, okay, there's a bunch of people that could be. Uh, no. Braun Strowman, possibly? Possibly. I'm, well, I guess my answer, Marcus, is like, no, not uh, not as well as Becky Lynch, because Becky Lynch won me over. I know her name right, now. Okay. Hey, here's a spoiler. I followed her on Twitter tonight. <laughs> Ooh, she, 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 she does Twitter. She does Twitter very good. She does like lots of slams on people. It's fun. On, on the men's side, there is... I can say this definitely. There is no wrestler, no new wrestler who I was, who I was like drawn to, who I was like, hey, that's interesting. That's a guy. Um, no, it, because okay, let's let's jump to the end of this match. Um, like uh, again, I know who Randy Randy Orton is, Rey Mysterio. Like they were like the last five or six, right? Um, oh, and I should say uh, uh, Nia Jax. Who was in the the, the women's yeah, she, the, the women's rumble earlier? Uh, yeah, she showed up. I thought that was very fun, and she kind of she eliminated at least one person, I think, and uh, it kind of became this thing like nobody wants to fight her, and the, the cap too. I thought that was pretty fun, honestly. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I got a kick out of that too. Yeah. Also, uh, she is the Rock's cousin. Oh, had no idea. Yeah, interesting. Uh, but yeah, so we 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 boiled boiled it down to. Dolph Ziggler, Braun Strowman, and Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins wins. And that, uh, that's right. Uh, 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 anything to say about what's what's happening story wise with with like those three, or why <clears throat> Rollins win isn't is an important one? Well, Dolph Ziggler, no. Uh, he had a pretty good year in 2018, but by this point, he's kind of burned out. I was surprised he was in that lane and lasted that long or whatever. But Braun Strowman, he's been kind of the big guy. He's you can see like he does he does these uh kind of gimmicky things. Where uh, on Monday Night Raw, he was originally supposed to be challenging uh, Brock Lesnar tonight. But then two weeks ago, he got really mad and he flipped over. <laughs> he flipped over. He flipped over uh, Vince McMahon's uh, limousine, <laughs> and uh, now he's not in the match anymore. And he does. He he kind of does stuff like that, and that's how they got him to the place he's at, where people like him. See, when you see him, he does crazy, huge, strongman things, and he's fun to watch. But they've also he does these things, and then they book him to lose the match and it's just, they're at weird ends or do they want this guy to be huge and let everybody love him? Or do they want you to think he's a fucking buffoon and not care about him? So, but with Seth Rollins, he's always been kind of that, that workhorse kind of, kind of people's people's advocate kind of baby face. And I, I thought that him go winning this match I think that that was absolutely the correct move. It was who I was pulling for, and I was very happy to see him do him win. And I think your question earlier about who you could see beating Brock Lesnar, I absolutely could see Seth Rollins beating Brock Lesnar, and that's mainly partially because uh, uh, Roman Reigns. Do you know anything about his story? 
Kind of. Tell me some of it, please. Yeah, I don't want to get too far into it, but basically he was kind of like the top guy, and finally he was the one to beat Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam last year. And then, unfortunately, uh, just a couple months after that, he had to relinquish the belt and announced that uh, he had a resurgence of uh, uh, leukemia. Oh, okay. That rings a bell, yeah. Yeah, he could no longer wrestle anymore. And and uh, so far, what we've heard, he's doing good. But um, So anyway, Roman's out of the picture, and he was like their top guy. He was the one that finally beat Brock Lesnar. He's going to bring in this new era. Okay. And then that got cut short. And Seth Rollins, he was in a very famous, very beloved tag team with uh, Roman Reigns, and they were like best buddies. And with Roman Reigns and the other one was Dean Ambrose who was in the rumble and Dean turned on them recently. And, uh, but now it's Seth and Seth's here to kind of fight for Roman's honor. And I think that's, I think it's a nice story if they choose to tell it. And I think that honestly, that's totally enough for him to beat Brock. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. That's, I did not know the full extent of the backstory. That sounds interesting to me. Um, so yeah, I mean, I it it feels like I oh well, by the end of it, I was like, hey Seth, this the Seth Rollins guy seems cool. I guess <laughs> maybe that's one yeah. big takeaway. <laughs> um, so he, that's it. He, uh, I am uh, I uh, I live in Iowa, Marcel. You know that. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins, he is an Iowa boy, and oh. that's uh, that's part there of the reason go. I like him so yeah. much. That's that's fun. Uh, I like Stone Cold Not Steve. Not a lot o- of them out there. I like Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's from Texas. I hear. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so that's it. That's the end of the Royal Rumble 2019. Um, let's let's go to my overall thoughts. Uh, I okay, and I guess we'll answer the question of whether I will continue watching wrestling and eventually end up watching WrestleMania 2019. Um, <clears throat> I said it before. Uh, my favorite part, my favorite wrestler. Uh, was Becky Lynch. Okay. Um, and the high point of this whole thing was the, the women's war, war rumble and the end of that. And that was what halfway through the, <laughs> halfway through the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, yeah. the rest of it kind of a drag. I wasn't as focused on it as, uh, I was previous. Um, but Hey, you know, overall I liked the pay-per-view. It wasn't as, I guess, irritating. Not irritating. One of my biggest concerns with new wrestling, and that's that's what I've been calling it. It's new wrestling. Is it's not from from not having watched it and just from having heard things and kind of getting a feel for it from not watching it. Is that it's it's maybe that new wrestling is maybe too tame and not with the right amount of like I hate I hate I'm using this word Marcus attitude because that was the that was the fucking thing back in you know the late 90s early 2000s is that attitude era right Right. so I'm like and and I and I heard that thing a few years ago where they stopped putting blood in matches because it got way too bloody during one match so Vince McMahon was like no more blood let's make it oh and they're making it more family friendly I'm like that's not that's not my wrestling man. I want like people. I want uh, Mick Foley to come in and throw 
thumbtacks on the on, on the on the mat and slam the Undertaker on him. That's what I want to see. So again, that's another hesitation of mine. Just it not being like like raw enough. Again, I hate using that word. Um, but 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 yeah, that's how I felt before watching this, and then uh, now afterwards, I'm like, well, there's still athleticism in there. There's still you know brute force. There's still people to root for. There's still plenty there. There's, there doesn't have to be so much violence in wrestling for me to, for it to be entertaining. I guess that's my biggest takeaway from it. Now, am I you know fully on board with like these characters, all of them? Not really. Um, so that's my entire roundabout way of saying I enjoyed it for the most part. I'm not fully on board. But because of Becky Lynch and like the women wrestlers, um, I guess do, should I answer the question? Do, do, do you do you uh, do you have anything to say before I answer this question, Marcus? No, no, I'm I'm just I'm I'm wrapped. I'm interested. <laughs> so my answer is yes. I'm going to watch WrestleMania. Uh, so there you go. I'm going to continue watching wrestling at least until Hooray. until WrestleMania. I'm interested enough. It's not a full, like, enthusiastic yes. It's just a more like, I'll watch it mainly because of Becky Lynch and the women, the women wrestlers. And, <laughs> and Understandable. It, it'll be, there. I'm sure there'll be some interesting story points in there and interesting matches. So, And again, yeah, hey, the old timer showing up. That was, that, was, that was one thing I appreciated. You know, seeing Shane, Shane McMahon doing crazy shit. You know, seeing, you know, Jeff Jarrett, Kurt Angle, all these old old timers, old timers in the sense they're big like 20, 25 years ago. So yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm sure when WrestleMania comes around in April, uh, there'll be enough there for me to be invested, interested to, to be for it to be entertaining. So there you go. That's it. We've answered the question. Um, wow. I'm happy to hear this. Yeah. So oh, um, let me ask you this before we wrap up. Um. Marcus, uh, we've talked about some of your predictions. What do you uh, for WrestleMania? Uh, but what else do you think we can expect? If anybody has gone this far and been like, "Hey, I'm interested in wrestling," what am I going to see in WrestleMania this year? Like, what's what's something that's kind of guaranteed or something that you're hoping for? Okay, well, from the Royal Rumble winners, it looks like Seth Rollins will be challenging uh, Brock Lesnar, although these things aren't confirmed yet. If this company is smart at all, they would do this. Seth Rollins challenging Brock Lesnar and hopefully finally taking him down. And Becky Lynch <clears throat> uh, challenging Ronda Rousey and maybe being the first woman to ever beat Ronda one-on-one. That is something I would like to see. And it's about some of these other people. I'm sure Daniel Bryan will continue talking about climate change and waste. And maybe get more intense. And now he's got a friend to help him out. I think Shane McMahon and The Miz, I think their relationship isn't going to last that long. And perhaps they are going to break down and maybe have their own singles match at WrestleMania. That's my prediction. Um. I think Oscar, who you said you liked that match, did did Oscar inter- interest you in any particular way? She did actually. Yeah, yeah, she did. I, I, Asuka, I, I, I like them both, but yeah, go ahead. Oscar's really good too. I think she'll be 
she'll remain champion until WrestleMania, where last year she had her match with at WrestleMania against Charlotte, and Charlotte beat Asuka. And at that point, Asuka was undefeated for like 800 days or something like that. And then... And uh, I think there will be a WrestleMania rematch between Charlotte and Asuka, and I think that will be just a kick-ass match again. I don't know. I think there... I think that there is a there is a lot of potential, and also with the general quality of how things have been, there's also a lot of potential for them to screw things up. We didn't get into that too much, but I am hopeful. I think that WrestleMania this year should be a good show. I think that if they're smart, they'll line up some of these matches I just said, and and uh, many, many, many more because it is a long long show longer than this a lot (laughs) but but uh yeah i'm hopeful i'm i'm looking forward to it yeah and and i'm gonna watch it i'll watch the damn thing i'm not gonna guarantee i'm gonna watch what's the next pay-per-view after this sure in a four weeks or three weeks maybe there's the elimination chamber which (laughs) is uh that whole thing is there's like six pods in a or four pods and six people and one pod opens up every five minutes and a new person gets added to the match and, and they fight to see who's going to take the other WrestleMania spot is basically what they're fighting. Uh, see, I remember back when they first introduced that elimination chamber, uh, that was a crazy concept. Uh, and I'm surprised it's still going on cause it seems too crazy for me. <laughs> um, is, is there any fun, other is there, is there any other one uh, after that, or is is it just going to jump to WrestleMania? Um, it's uh, <laughs> uh, there shouldn't be one after that, but there is. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Elimination Chamber and then Fast Lane, which don't don't ask. It's not nothing interesting at all. Okay. No gimmick, nothing. And then and then WrestleMania is after that. Gotcha, gotcha. So there you go. Wow. Um, and. Oh, I was going to say this. Yeah, I'll watch WrestleMania. Am I going to watch the pay-per-views in the middle? Probably not. Am I going to watch uh, the Becky Lynch the, the Becky Lynch matches in the middle? Probably, yeah. Um, am I going to go rewatch? Not rewatch. Am I going to go watch for the first time old Becky Lynch matches? Maybe. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, but uh, uh, perhaps I'll give an update on WrestleMania and how I feel about that on a future episode. So, Marcus, that's an open invitation. Uh, could probably come back and talk more wrestling. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, I'm stoked. <laughs> this is as good as I could have hoped for. <laughs> so, so, let's end the episode. It was especially a long one, considering we talked about a subject I had no interest in, like, two days ago. <laughs> and now I'm, I have interest in it. And, Marcus, thank you for guiding me through this. And I hope people listening, whether you're, you're, you're wrestling fans or not, you got something out of it. So, and thanks for listening. Uh, Marcus, before you go. Oh, you know what? Do you have time? Let's play one game. One game. Okay. Whoa, what's this? Yeah. Uh, it's the Half Star Letterbox Review Game. Uh, okay. I'm going to pull up the file. So I'm going to read Half Star Letterbox Reviews. And you have to guess the movie title. Uh, this is all all the, all, all the reviews I'm reading are half star or one star reviews of this one movie. You have to guess the one movie. Uh, let's see. Let me pull it up. 
I should have pulled this up earlier. Uh, okay. Are you ready ready to play the half star little box game? I have never been more ready for anything. <laughs> and the answer to this will get more obvious as I continue reading these reviews. So, sure. And this is all for fun. This, I mean, this is it just it guess as many times as you want. It's fine. All right, here we go. First review. Oh, and I, uh, let me give you a guess. Oh, not a guess, a hint about what this is. Make it a little bit easier. Um, this is a an Oscar nominee. Current? Of, this year? No. Of uh, the last, let's say, 20 years. Okay. Okay. First review. Very average, very slow, very depressing, but mostly very disjointed. Okay. Hmm. Second review. Watching this garbage movie and wondering why I was getting so much Oscar buzz was the first time I realized Oscar award show season hype is driven entirely by men who have never spoken to a woman for more than 45 seconds in their life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, next. Uh, no, no guesses yet? Mm, no, I'm going to let you read one more. Okay. This next one. Uh, won't give it away. Not yet. Uh, this film... It says here... <laughs> hold on. This film, I... One of the worst reviews I have ever seen. The acting is bad. The script is bad. The story is rubbish. Need I say more? <laughs> <laughs> okay. This next one will, will help you out, maybe. Okay. Next review. I thought Mickey Rourke and Mickey... Ru- <laughs> can't even go through it. I thought Mickey Rourke and Mickey Rooney were the same person for eight years of my life. (laughs) 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 Nothing. (laughs) No guesses. I don't know. Was the wrestler nominated? Uh, Is that your, is that your guess? That, I suppose that's an official guess. Cause it would, it would be uh, very cheeky of you to do that film. The answer is, in fact, the rest, the wrestler. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, let, uh, let me do the last review, which would have given it away, I think, for sure. For me, it's a boring film, spelled B-O-R-E-I-N-G. A wrestler lifestyle and his struggles. Maybe WWE fans will love it. There you go. So they got the wrestler. The classic film. Well, I can say that... Uh... I am a WWE fan, and I watched The Wrestler just last year, and I did love it. There you go. It's so a great that movie. Person is, that person is bang on there. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus, for coming on. Marcella makes a podcast and helping me make a podcast for this week. Before we go plugs, where can the listeners find you online? Oh boy. Um, uh, Twitter at MarcusIrving317. You can tell me all my facts I got wrong. And uh, you can read some of my work on uh, talkfilmsociety.com, the website. And uh, I've got a current uh, column coming out where I uh, talk about the films in the James Bond series. I have never seen any of them up until just a few months ago, and we are currently up to Goldfinger and Thunderball should be coming out next week. Awesome. So tune tune in for that. T- have your eyes tune into that screen and read those. 
<laughs> read those articles. Um, answer me, talkfromsociety.com, please. Do it. Uh, oh, you know, last question, Marcus. I forgot to mention. I mean, this is, again, we're going on 1 a.m. now. Um, I, have, I have a new podcast I'm planning. It's a, it's a Igmar Bergman podcast. Um, any interest in, 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 in hosting that with me? What? <laughs> that's, a, that's a dumb idea. Don't do that. I don't want to do that. Uh, well, sure. You don't, you don't want to go through, how many was it? 30, 39 films of Ingrid Bergman and, and, and watch each one and record a podcast with me. Fuck no. <laughs> well, I tried. No, I don't want to do that. I tried. Thanks, Marcus. Um, listeners, uh, thanks for listening. Hey, I made a podcast. You can make one too. Goodbye.